This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 4th of February 2022. Presented to you this week by Sophie Powell. I'm a farm trader based in the West. Let's start with wheat. Following last week's notable volatility, wheat markets started this week making sharp losses and struggled to find any form of recovery. The threat of conflict between Russia and Ukraine remains, and should this be realised, wheat futures prices would rally again. Speculative longs have, however, been encouraged by progress with diplomatic solutions, with many having subsequently taken the exit, bringing futures prices down in the process. Selling was also encouraged by a large winter storm, which brought rain and snow for many of the winter wheat producing states in the US. Crop ratings at the end of January were very poor, with drought conditions prevailing, so this latest spell of wet weather should improve production potential. Weekly US crop condition reports will resume in April. The threat of significant interruption to trade flows, should the Russia-Ukraine tensions escalate, remains. However, this hasn't stopped Egypt, the world's largest wheat importer, taking advantage of the cheapest origin, the Black Sea, in its latest tender. The General Authority for Supply Commodities confirmed the purchase of 420,000 tonnes of milling wheat for March arrival, with three 60,000 tonne cargoes from Ukraine, two 60,000 tonne cargoes from Russia, and two 60,000 tonne cargoes from Romania. Prices, including freight, were at approximately $13 per tonne below Egypt's last tender on the 29th of December. Ukraine is pushing ahead with shipments from its surplus, with 17 million tonnes gone from its agreed 24.5 million tonne quota. Brussels had updated its EU wheat export data and finally included French shipments data, which had been missing from previous reports. The data showed that 16.64 million tonnes had been shipped by the 30th of January. With the French adjustments, Brussels exports are now seen up 1 million tonnes on the week and 1 million tonnes up on the year. However, this only leaves five months to ship the remaining 15 to 15.5 million tonnes to avoid a burdensome end of season stock. And with fresh trade lacking is another negative element for markets. Furthermore, volatile foreign exchange markets are presenting an additional challenge for EU wheat exporters. Throughout January, the euro fell to its lowest against the US dollar since June 2020, which helps EU wheat competitiveness. However, comments from the European Central Bank surprised markets yesterday by highlighting unexpected record inflation data and no longer ruling out interest rate rises. The euro rallied by 1.5% on Thursday following the comments. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. Old crop feed barley has narrowed its discount to feed wheat this week, with wheat values falling more than feed barley. This makes feed barley look an attractive sell, however buyers have very little interest. Barley usage is likely to reduce before the end of the season as rations get reformulated. The malting barley market has had a very quiet week and maltsters both in the UK and Europe now only have small volumes of COP2021 malting barley still to purchase. With old crop malting barley at a significant premium to new crop, 
Brewers, distillers, maltsters, merchants and farmers alike will all look to carry minimal stocks into crop 2022. Spring barley sowing has progressed this week in many areas and conditions have been reported as good. There has been little new crop malting barley trade with lack of liquidity of barley offered from farms and equally muted demand from maltsters. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. Old crop rapeseed values are relatively unchanged on the week, despite plenty of volatility in the market. A renewed focus on weather markets has had a profound effect on soybean values in the last couple of weeks, which makes for a pleasant change after complex energy and COVID-related issues have been gripping markets. The weather focus is currently on South America, where dryness is hampering soybean crops in Brazil, Argentina, Paraguay, among other locations causing nine consecutive green sessions on March soybean futures. The market is awaiting the next United States Department of Agriculture update on the 9th of February, which will provide new South American soybean production estimates. Many private estimates now see Brazilian bean production below 130 million tonnes, which compares to the USDA's previous estimate of 139 million tonnes. Rapeseed values do bear correlation to soybeans, but in a year with such low rapeseed supply, the markets have have become detached to an extent which means rapeseed values will be much more dependent on how much of the product is crushed in the UK and EU for the remainder of the year. It is currently difficult to predict crush volumes with high seed prices and inflated energy prices squeezing the crushers' margins tightly. Now let's have a quick summary of the pulses market. Old crop bean markets continue to drift sideways. Shippers are waiting for vessels to arrive, many of which are sold with the option to roll into the next contract month. Given these delays, export silos are full and there is minimal spot demand. With the lack of further export buying interest, it is likely that this spot demand situation will continue over the next several months. Human consumption buyers are still absent from the market due to the volume of Australian beans beginning to arrive in Egypt. They may remain absent in the spring due to the size of the Australian crop this year. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. European urea prices remain firm, but the market is seeing a drop in US levels. Several Eastern European countries have been importing products, including Ukraine, which has suffered from domestic shortages due to major production issues. European levels have moved up by 50 to 60 euros per tonne, whilst the US has seen a decline of 60 to 70 dollars per tonne. It is unlikely that the drop in US values will have any significant impact on UK prices. India has issued a new tender to start taking product in March, earlier than normal, with a potential volume requirement of between 1.2 and 1.5 million tonnes. This is adding support to current Egyptian and Algerian levels. CF Fertilisers withdrew prices last week for February delivery of ammonium nitrate, as the commitment was fulfilled. However, it has now reissued terms for March delivery at a small price increase. This week, Russia introduced a total ban on ammonium nitrate exports from the 2nd of February to the 1st of April. 
Use of CF fertilizers current prices and supply of good quality nitrogen is therefore welcome news. Please speak to your Frontier contact for more information. Good levels of new business have been seen coming in this week across the UK, indicating that there is still outstanding business to be concluded. Growers who are holding out for the, in the expectation that values will soften as we come into the spring are risking availability issues during the usage period. As the market switches from a push to a pull phase, supply and demand will become a key factor in market activity, which should be considered in all forward planning. As the weather remains fine and is predicted to remain so over the next 10 days, there has been a steady flow of spring call-offs. This is expected to intensify and put some early pressure on logistics due to ongoing beat campaigns in certain regions and subsequent overstretching of haulage capacity. Potash and phosphate TSP markets remain neutral as global demand slows down. DAP, however, continues to steadily increase in value on the back of strong global demand. Furthermore, India is expected to soon return to the market to buy its traditional tonnage. Industry analysis shows that UK tonnage committed by growers for phosphate is a long way behind, which is understandable given market conditions. However, this is leading to fewer imports and lower stocks, with DAP in particular looking very tight. Growers should look to cover their DAP requirements now, as physical availability may well be limited in some UK regions in the coming months. In general, Shipments of raw materials coming into the UK have been delayed for various reasons, adding to the haulage crisis. Unfortunately, it is likely the situation will only become more challenging as we move into the application period. It is strongly advised that growers who need products for February to April get these covered now to avoid any disappointments on deliveries and delayed nutrition for crops. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 4th of February. If you'd like advice on grain marketing, get in touch with us directly or speak to your local Frontier farm trader. All Frontier customers have access to live market pricing and online grain trading in the MyFarm farm management platform.